Hello, this is the Manifesting Your Dreams, a wedding industry podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Bickford. I'm a creative entrepreneur, a mom, and a wedding industry professional. When I started my wedding planning career, I had nothing, but I knew I had the edge to grow in this incredible industry and establish my name. I remember feeling and still do, I would do anything to be one of the best wedding planners in the world. This podcast is about establishing your goals and manifesting them into a thriving career in the wedding industry. It's also about my personal aspirations and struggles, hearing from other industry professionals and their experiences, and setting your ego aside so that you can attract and receive greatness. You can expect to hear from me each week. I will share with you actionable steps you can take to build a thriving business and connect with other incredible human beings in the wedding industry, no matter where you are. I started this podcast because I feel a great purpose to share my insights, encourage you to push through your comfort zone and help you elevate your mind to exceed your potential in the wedding industry. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and feel inspired as you go through this next chapter in your life. Now set your ego aside. It's time to manifest your dreams. All right. Today we have Kat Cosma on the show. Kat is the creative force behind Goodwitch, a boutique design studio based on the East Coast. I'm also a client of hers. Go check out my website. It is all Kat's work. <laughs> she has a story that's as enchanting as her work. She worked diligently on an in-house design team at a major corporation. She also dedicated her free time to nurturing her side hustle. Love and art in their mystical way wove a tapestry of transformation in Kat's life. The entrepreneurial path she walks is far from easy, yet Kat wouldn't alter a single chapter of her story. With her experience as a testament, Kat fervently encourages anyone harboring a dream or passion for art and craft to pursue it relentlessly and never relinquish their aspirations. In Kat Cosma's world, love, art, and persistence have the power to shape a life beyond one's wildest dreams. Everyone, here's my chat with Kat. Hey everyone, today's episode is with the amazing Kat Cosma of Good Witch. Oh my gosh, I'm like kind of starstruck right now to be honest with you. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm obsessed with your branding. I am one of your clients. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show. How are you feeling today? Are you excited? Oh my God. So excited. I'm excited for you with the podcast. I love you as a client, as a person. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I gave the listeners a little bit of a background of who you are. We want to hear it from you. So tell us your story. Where do you live? Where do you come from? How'd you get started? Yeah, no, I'd love to dive into my story. Um, I've been designing for 10 plus years. Um, and I, I went to school at the University of Connecticut. I'm an East Coaster. Woo! We have Woo! a small but fun creative community over here, even though I work with a lot of West Coasters, which is also fun. Um, but I kind of got into design like um, right after school. I started freelancing um, and working my first job. I was actually out in a kind of mid-sized agency in Chicago. I was there for a little bit um, working on big brand accounts and stuff like that. And it was cool, but I, I was on, on the side, like I said, I kind of pitched this restaurant tour, um, in Glassbury, Connecticut, where I did grow up. And I was like, Hey, I'm like kind of a nice way in an email. I was like, your website's kind of ugly. And <laughs> I didn't say that, but like, he was, a, he's a really cool guy. And, and, um, I kind of worked with him on the side. We redid his websites, his logos. I like loved working with um, a small business owner. It was just like you could see the impact and like the des like you design something and then it would really come to life and something would be printed. Um, the website would go up. So I was like, okay, this is really fun. So I um, I didn't make it. I, I love Chicago, but I came back to the East Coast. I, I missed the East Coast. Um, and I worked at like a smaller agency here on the, on the, the coast of Connecticut and um, kept freelancing. Um, I just kind of kept at it. It was, it's been, I think that's the hardest to work your main job and freelance, but it's totally worth it. So I kind of kept working with these random business owners. Um, I eventually made my way into 
an in-house team at Travelers Insurance. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to work for an insurance company. Gross. <laughs> but no, I... <laughs> Cause it's just big and corporate. And I was, I was like really liking the small business stuff, but I was still too much of a newbie to kind of totally freelance at the time. Um, and you and were doing design for them. Yes. So logos kind of pitching them kind of brand suites, websites at the time that was like the days of Squarespace websites um, just learning and, and, and teaching myself that kind of stuff. And then I would go to work nine to five at Travelers. Um, but I did meet like the best people there. And I really kind of learned. Um, I feel like designers come out of school and, and a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to work the agency life. That's the coolest. Like Devil Wars Prada scene flashes in your head. I'm like, that's not, it's actually really great to work with a good, you know, good people in a, a team. And I feel like when you work corporate, you're all on the same team. So I feel like you kind of work, you learn to work that way and listen and you have internal clients and so I kind of did both and um, the, the entrepreneur, I have the entrepreneur gene in my family. My dad's up, like he did his own thing. He was a headhunter for years. Um, I was always itching to do it. So I just um, kept trying different types of clients and um, I don't know, I eventually, my last job was at UConn. So I came full circle. I worked for my, um, is it alma mater? Is that people? Yeah, people? yeah. <laughs> I did it. Um, so that was kind of cool. It was my like last branding in-house experience on that team. Um, but then I kind of went, I was like, actually during the pandemic, I really pushed to go full-time for, it was Cat Cosma LLC at the time. And then we made the switch to Goodwitch. Um, but yeah, so I, I really kind of built this business up over the years. And then it was, um, oh my God, this is a whole, this is a, the personal side is a whole nother story attached to this, but um, basically when I got married, I was like, okay, my photographer, I was like, do you need a website? And then that's how I kind of, I just love imagery. Imagery is amazing. So photography and then imagery and websites and stuff all kind of went together for me. It kind of clicked. I think that was around 2018. So yeah, I've never looked back. I just, I've loved working with photographers and then it's kind of led to awesome people like you planners and florists along the way. Um, but yeah, it's been a journey. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so I have some questions that maybe the listeners have too. Let's take it back to let's take it back to reaching out to the restaurateur. Yeah. Did you offer to do his sites for free? Ooh, good question. Um yeah, so I I did pitch him, but at a lower number. Okay. Um I don't know. I think I, I definitely would say when you're starting out as a designer, like going from sc school to a job, whatever that may be, if you're, if you are on the early side where you're like, I'm going to freelance too, because this world is really, I mean, there's so many things you can do online, digitally, a side hustle. Um, like I know people like I did some things for free. I, I happened to pitch him. I was like kind of confident about it because of this website needed it but I think it's good to start out with a balance of like knowing like where someone like if it's a really small client you you can work something out or do something for free mm -hmm. um, to get the experience that's invaluable um right because that it, adds to your portfolio right and gives 100%. you more street cred yeah 100%. Mm -hmm. and also something like designers really talk about now but back in the day it and this sounds so simple but you just didn't really think about it a couple years ago um was like just create stuff like the fake work you know what i mean like right. mock stuff up uh now there's like more resources ever to mock stuff like you can make up any kind of there's so many courses and things that guide you like back then i was you know i only kind of thought about that a little bit and that was kind of what i was doing with that restaurant tour i was kind of like mocking the top of his home page to show him i mean right the way you win people is really bridge that visual gap because a lot of people can't really see what where they could go with things. Right. So um, when when did you do that first pitch? Um, I was like just about to graduate from college and I just kind of emailed him and I was kind of, I kind of scoped him. I kind of knew like he had 
enough business going on and he could use it. So it was kind yeah. of a good calculated guess. And I was not quite sure who I would want to work for specifically yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, a restaurant's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, it was an early pitch. And then I went to Chicago for my first job and we just kind of kept the relationship going because you can work on stuff from anywhere. <laughs> you can. Yeah. As a designer, you absolutely can. What led you to Chicago? Oh, I love Chicago. I've had family um, there. Um, haven't like they didn't live there forever, but I'd visit them there, and then I kind of would visit a lot, and then I considered that. Um, I don't know. New York's not for me. This is the big East Coast. Like you're like, are you New York, Boston? I'm like, I'm Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a cool city. Lots of stuff going on there, and I just like the the midsize agency. Um, like it was kind of appealing to me and it wasn't like quite the New York hustle. <laughs> what were you designing uh, at the agency? Um, I was like kind of um, kind of under the wing of some other higher up designers and put on some teams to kind of do branding and parts and pieces. And at that level, of course, it was some of the work other people didn't want to do, like saving out files and um, listening to pitches, they would work with big medical companies, big businesses, um, around Chicago or nationwide. So, um, I'd kind of sit in on those meetings and then do some of the smaller tasks and stuff. Yeah. Um, What would you, what would you say to the listener who is like, I think I want to be a digital designer where do they even start, right? Like, let's just say they they do have artistic talent and they do have like this burning desire to become something in this industry, but they don't know what, like, mm-hmm. what would you, what would you say to them? Like what programs to use and, and like how to, to really get in to the industry? Yeah, no. Um, I mean, now, nowadays it's better than ever. I think it's a little bit easier than ever to get into design, which is, good and bad. Um, I think a lot of people right now are like, oh, like the design is one of those things. And like, I think a lot of photographers felt this in the last few years. It's like, oh, just pick up a camera and do it. I mean, I, I think it's with anything, I think you should be interested in it. Like with any, anything you pick, like you don't have to absolutely love it or be hundred percent passionate about it. Like that's ideal. But as long as you're interested in it, if you're going to do the work day in and day out. Um, but I think just kind of, um, like I said, like mocking up projects, learning how to do like website design, pick a platform that you like. Um, a lot of beginners start with Squarespace, but honestly, show it's a great one now. I think that they've come, they're really ahead of the game, I think. And they're, and they're, they kind of give you the best of both worlds to um, design things really custom to however you're imagining without any mm-hmm. code. I don't think you really need code anymore. I know some people are going <laughs> to be like, ah. Um, but I I think you can avoid it. So you can really just be marking up stuff, pitching people. Um, there's a, you can take courses, um, show your portfolio, put it in a website. And, um, I do think like if you niche, it does help if you go after a certain kind of client and and figure out what they really need and solve their problem. Um, you could just start with logos and branding and then work your way into websites. And then of course, like there's all kinds of other collateral you can design. It's, it's a really fun career. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, where do you, um, create your logos for your clients? Yeah. So I, I definitely would say, um, to learn the Adobe kind of sweet, but most, I, I really do use illustrator for almost everything. Um, I think in school, if you go to design school for design, um, you'll learn InDesign, which is great for print stuff. If you're really serious and you're working on books or bigger projects, you'll definitely have to know InDesign. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You can really create uh, printed stuff, smaller pieces, and then in digital stuff in Illustrator. Um, it's really like the designer's tool to use. And then I know there's Canva, but it, that's that's as amazing as Canva is. You can really do a little bit more in Illustrator. Right. Um, and, yeah. I have to say. During the pandemic, when my industry got absolutely crushed, yeah. <laughs> we could not literally do our job. That was a good I, <laughs> I was like, okay, what else can I do? And I, you know, became a photographer and I shot a couple of engagements and family like and, and 
Yeah. And I, I took a, an online course at UC Berkeley about photography and like, I literally just dove right in and I was like, Hey, I want more. I want more. I want more. Um, so I took a course in illustrator and that is where that stopped. I <laughs> so overwhelmed by illustrator. So if you really do have that like artistic talent, I think that illustrator is far beyond what you can do in Canva. So I'm a Canva girl. Okay. I use Canva all the time. As you know, I do my collateral there, my vision boards. Thank you. But not, but like the simplest designer, <laughs> D digital designer. I'm a wedding designer, but digitally I'm like, ah, cat, I need your help. Um, so yeah, I would just say for, for the listeners, like wanting to get into the, the digital design world that really invest your time in the Adobe suite illustrator is far more superior than Canva. I love Canva, not yeah. hating on it because I use it every single day, it's but you can literally start from scratch there yeah, and create so many more intricate details for branding and design and logos than you can in Canva. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, I, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of Canva and I'm a professional designer. Like I'm, 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 I go, anytime I open it up, I'm like impressed. I'm like, okay, wow. What am I doing? No, but like, <laughs> it's kind of true what you're saying. Like, you know, illustrator, you can really pop in there and it's kind of like what people say about websites. You can kind of own your website. It can't really be taken away from you. Like when you have the illustrator program on your computer, you get in there, you're creating everything from scratch with your parts and pieces. Of course, this is like, you can get into licensing and fonts and all that, but like everything, all the good stuff gets in there and you can really own it and be in control of it. And like, I, I had um, someone ask me recently too, they were like, do you, what do you do before building a site? Do you just build and show it? And I know some people do that and like, good for them. That's awesome. Um, that saves you some steps, but I honestly feel like if you really want to get into the details and make stuff really personal and layered and kind of magical like doing it in illustrator and then building it and show it it's like it gives you full freedom it's you have control over everything on your end and for the client so right um, yeah which leads me to a question that i i know because i'm your client take <laughs> us through the steps of when someone reaches out to you i will say it is a very long detailed form <laughs> that they fill out, but I so appreciate that because it's not just like, what's your budget? Like who and your name and your email, right? It's like literally getting to know. So take us through your creative process because I have to say, I was so impressed by your process and it really showed me that you were invested in my brand and making my brand what it is today and evolved and I just love it. So yeah, take us through the inquiry form, some questions that you ask, and then your steps on how you go from start to finish on a beautiful site and branding. <laughs> You're too good to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, like I feel like the start of this answer is really simple. It's like I say this to, to clients or people that are going to become clients that have inquired and it sounds kind of silly, but it's like all the magic kind of happens from just like you being who you are. Um, I feel like in the the speed of the world nowadays and like the, the ease and, and being able to use stuff like Canva and design stuff faster, like I just really try to step back and take it slower because all your answers are really, they really come from the person. And that's just a matter of like looking at what they pin and what they dress, how they dress and their style and like everything you need to put into a brand like comes from that person. Um, so it kind of starts with my inquiry form, um, where I, I had a lot, I think on yours, I'm tweaking it too. Like it has a lot of personality questions, like take the, is it, what is it? Myers-Briggs, like what you do Enneagram and stuff like that. Um, you don't have to like hundred percent believe in any of that, but like it's, it does, it tends to be kind of accurate. It's kind of helpful as you're kind of reflecting, but that's exactly what the form is supposed to do is help you reflect about yourself. Um, like what are adjectives to describe yourself? Um, and then I really do like, I love when people do the Pinterest board, I'm like pin 20 to 30 pins, at least of just stuff you like. Um, and it kind of considers you personally, but also your business. Cause it's, I feel like the people I work with, they're kind of one in the same. 
honestly. So I'm like, kind of keep that in mind, but the stuff people pin, I'll look at it and you can kind of see the pattern of what they like. And, yeah. and, and it's funny because a lot of clients will be like, okay, I pinned, I pinned all these things. I think it's a mess. I don't know what you're going to do with it, <laughs> but I'll always look at it. And if you look closely enough, um, you can see like, oh, they really like dots and lines or they really like moody and dark, you know, like you can kind of see all that stuff. Right. Um, I mean, I, with mine, I was like, okay, I'm going to do fonts and I'm going to literally type Vogue magazine <laughs> and I'm going to type flowers and just, I think I was typing like editorial websites. I did a um, a branding shoot with Christina Morris of CML Studios. And I had like these really fun, colorful suits. And so I included those and you, everyone can go check out rokevents.com. That is literally <laughs> Cat Cosmos, baby. <laughs> um, she created such an amazing... Uh, amazing website. But I think the next step after the Pinterest board is really what I loved uh, that you did. So take us through that. Yeah, the direction board. <laughs> um, so again, kind of, I don't, you know, I, I, kinda, I didn't really invent this. Um, I think for years, pe people have called it the mood board. Um, and that's what I kind of learned this kind of step was when trying to get a client and working with them and, and figuring them out. Um, but honestly, I, tr I changed it to direction board because I, um, I feel like kind of shoving a couple pictures in front of a client's face that they, you know, like as my suggestion, like I'm trying to tell you what to do. Like, I don't really think that that's good for anybody. So I kind of really pull in the pins that clients give me and I will look around for some ideas based off of that and add in my own pins. Um, and then I also like, and this is great. Like I encourage people to take new photos of themselves, like new brand photos when we do this process, because you can kind of even see like what they're wearing, how they're looking, how they're feeling. So I'll pull in a few of those photos on the board with the pins, um, as well as like, I'll, I'll go through the images they've selected of the work that they've given me that I can use for the website and pull in some of those as well. And like, you literally look at the board and kind of go clockwise around it. Um, and I'll put you and your work in the middle of it. But you can kind of see like, there's certain areas of the board that have a certain look and vibe. And I kind of just let the client see that. And like, it's honestly kind of like a mirror it kind of reflects like what you like, we're kind of, you might start this process and feel like, oh, I really don't know where to take this. I don't know which mm -hmm. direction. to go. like, it kind of shows it to your to you It kind of shows itself. Um, and then and I get what program were you using? Because I thought that was so cool and innovative. Illustrator. <laughs> that was so. When you send it to me, and oh, I make those. Oh. Yes. So, so I'll I'll save out like the picture of it. You're right. And then um, a, a friend of mine actually suggested I use Markup. Um, it's like Markup.com. It literally changed my life. So that is a tool I would recommend to designers. Um, so I'll have to thank my friend. Um, yeah. But it's just you can pop in the, the image of a web page, the direction board or whatever, and it lets you comment all over it. And it's just the easiest thing to exchange feedback. I love it. It was so great. So when I when I first got the direction board, first of all, it was gorgeous. Just the way you styled it. It wasn't like all horizontal and vertical. It was very organic and cool. it felt it just felt like me. And I was like, wow, this is my brain digitally <laughs> presented to me. And so what I did was I went in and I could literally click on an area even. It doesn't have to be a specific photo, but give you feedback on like this. I'm drawn to this. I love this. I'm actually not so such a fan of this style of font or this mm -hmm. color or these patterns. And I just, I felt that I was invested in this process as much as you were. Yeah, I, I want clients to really feel like they, um, and this kind of ties into my name, but like as, as, a, as good witch, and that's a whole nother story. But, <laughs> but I just I really, I kind of, I really try to keep an artful personal approach and let the client tell me because I feel like every project, and this is just my experience. Um, and I've heard some similar stories as a designer, but every project that kind of goes wrong really fast is not because I'm, you know, I'm doing a terrible job or like they're they're really not getting the process it's just like 
I tried to present this one way to do it, in my opinion only. And this was like my early years. And like you, of course, it's not going to work. They're like, oh, that's not what I'm envisioning. So this kind of process, I kind of just flipped it. I'm kind of like, here you go. You can see you can see what you're what you like or dislike and you can kind of tell me and then it's like we know that that really feels like you and that kind of makes everything so much better. <laughs> right. Right. Instead of you taking and also it's a time saver for you. Oh, yes, yeah. you're creating an extra step by looking at the Pinterest, talking about the Pinterest, then creating a direction board, talking about the direction board. But if you skipped those steps and you yeah. just went from inquiry to, okay, well, here's my deposit and I'm creating your homepage. Yeah. And like, here's you your logo, have, what you get. You would have to start over and revision <laughs> and revision and revision until they were happy. And that creates frustration on the client's oh, yeah. end. Yeah. Because really we're all people. I get it. I try to put myself in the place of like, if this, if I was in my process, like you do kind of know what you want. You do kind of know what your style is. Like, and a lot of the times it's just lack of confidence or, I mean, which is nice. The other part of it is like respect for the designer or whoever you're working with. Mm -hmm. um, but you do want to, at the end of the day, get to what they want because it's, it's great for both sides. So it's just like, people are all the magic. They, they know already, already what they kind of are. Um, and a question that comes up a lot though is like, when to really do design. I'm not really sure. Like I'm, I'm changing editing style. I'm, you know, I'm not really sure about my clientele. Like you kind of get into a place where you're, you're kind of going after a certain client enough. You're, you like a certain shoe. Um, I definitely think if you're pivoting quickly between stuff, like that's not the perfect time. Um, but when you're kind of ready and you're kind of, you know, shooting the same thing or working with the same type of client, like then you want to reflect on like, those things like what is your style your how does mm -hmm. your business look and then all those things kind of come together and it kind of gives you the answer of what to do for your design right. <laughs> so after you've taken all of the feedback from the direction board what is your next step um yeah so i kind of made the same kind of step with fonts if you remember like i back in the day i would kind of similar with the mood board concept you as a designer you'd kind of be told to like look for a font or two and then like show them like this is the font and don't get me wrong sometimes this works everyone's different so this that process might work for another designer and the type of client they're working with but i kind of felt like pulling fonts and giving clients the options to see like hey this is your name typed out but like look at all the possibilities and this is kind of based on what i saw you liked in the pinterest board so it's just kind of like going step by step and kind of going by like what, what I'm kind of seeing they like. Because um, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I want you to love it as a client, but like that's going to make the biggest impact for people loving, you know, your clients than loving you and your business. Right, right. So you found fonts mm -hmm. on Creative Market that were so unique and different. I was like, this is amazing. But then what did you do with my logo? Yeah, so um, I'll dig around for fonts, and then 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 the custom design really begins. Um, so I'll either have fonts I've I've had for years. I buy a font, um, mix stuff together, and then like this is where the designer really comes in. Like this is where Canva kind of exits right. the room. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're really, um, and you don't even this is applies to even simpler logos. Like I think yours is on the simpler, elegant end. Like a designer is still gonna add a little something special to the the literal letters of the logo to the mark or whatever and like it's important because again even with the simplest logo you want it to be memorable like you want to have people start to recognize like that's their logo that's their like that's their main color like that kind of stuff and that's the kind of thought a designer's going to put in for you <laughs> right i love my logo yay it's, it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cool. then after the so like as like the client, I was like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Like we have the direction, we did the Pinterest, we did the direction board, we have the fonts, we have the logo. How do you dive? How do you then like take your creative process and be like, okay, I'm now going to turn this into a homepage and like show them that? Like, how do you even? How do you even do that? <laughs> Yeah, I um I actually get a kick out of this because I um I've been lucky enough to have enough clients now tell me the same thing where they like they'll show like their best friend, their partner, like somebody like that really knows them. 
And I've like had a couple quotes of this that were like, how did you turn this person into a website? This is literally like them if they were like, yes, which I think is cute. I mean, it's just a matter of, again, looking closely, I'll reference back to the Pinterest board and you can kind of see like parts, pieces, elements, um, colors, repetitive things. And then I'll, I'll apply like the logos to the, to the homepage um, bring in the work. Um, I think it is nice when you work with a designer, like we definitely try to help. We're a, f- a fresh set of eyes. So we'll be pulling in your work and, and a lot of clients say like, Oh, I didn't know, like, I didn't think to put these pieces together, um, these pictures and like, um, so we'll flow in copy images and all that. So it's a really curated, uh, thing. Um, and, and behind that too, like strategically, we're, I'm trying to think about like the flow of the page as the user experience. Um, thinking about people today and what that, it's a, it's a quick impression. Um, but all of these things kind of add up. Um, so. Then you create the, the homepage and you add the logo and you add their photos. And yeah, I remember was- a point too, which is important, is that you had me write out all of my copy mm-hmm. that you wanted me to use. And then you were, you know, taking quotes, uh, that I wrote, you were taking snippets of reviews that I've received. And I really feel like that also helps the creative process of what you're going to put on a page and how you're going to lay it out. So I, I really loved that direction from you. Like you create the copy and then you're pulling. I loved that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, so some people come to me where like they want to write their own copies. Some people have just worked with a copywriter. Um, and I feel lucky. I, I'm not a, I'm not a pro copywriter. I'm not a photographer, but I feel like, um, my design background and kind of intuitive sense, like I can, I can help to pull in like those images that are going to capture the eye of your future, like more of the clients you'd like to get and, and make sure the copy flows so that they're having a it makes sense to them to get them to the next page and the mm-hmm. next. Um, so yeah, I work, I work closely with clients on all of that. And it's, it's a very personal process because all those parts and pieces are personal. Like you want to, you want to be picking the right things. It's, it's all part of the strategy. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Well, I, I loved, I love my, I love my website. And I think for uh, the listeners who want to break into this industry and are curious about this path, I will say, again, I am not a digital designer. (laughs) (laughs) And I keep going back to you when I, when I want, when I need website edits, because I don't understand show it. I really tried. I messed it up. I deleted an entire page, (laughs) had to start over. So here, just some advice um, is I love your person full circle here. I love your personality. I love how kind you are. I love how responsive you are. I feel like you understand me as a client and as a friend. And that's why I keep coming back to you to make these edits, because it's not like you're a company where you're like, okay, tick the box done. Cash in your check next. <laughs> you know, I really feel like you have my back. And I think that's so important for designers wanting to break into this industry of all things, wedding industry, beauty industry, floral industry, right? The the types of services that you offer, you have to offer the kindness and the, the compassion and the empathy, because guess what? After it's done, I'm still paying you more money. For what you're worth and the exchange of how great you are. Oh. Just had to say it. <laughs> oh my God. You're too nice. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just have always seen this as like, I'm a person working with another person. And yes. I feel like we're entering that age of like, this is a joke, but kind of not. It's like the robots are taking over. And that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine. Technology is, is there's magical parts to it and it's a great tool and, and et cetera, et cetera. But like, I don't know, growing into this career, a lot of the times I would see people be like, jump into selling courses and, and templates and automate this and automate that. And like, I would try steps and there's a time and place for like 
a HoneyBook process or an automated email, but the rest of it's just like, you want to, we're people, like we want to, mm-hmm. we want to keep it like person to person and like, you know, be nice and, and be kind to each other. And like, that's like the, all my projects are great because I work with great people like that. Um, it, yeah. it really does matter in this time of like, everything is AI or, you know, right. I mean, right. at the end of the day, we're, we're all the magic. So we move yes. the world. <laughs> yes. Speaking of magic, <laughs> tell me a couple things. And I want to get to, I want to get to your name. I really do. I, everybody's dying to know, you know, what is, what is this? However, I want to jump into how have you manifested this amazing brand? how like do you believe in manifestation a higher intelligence higher being god tell us a little bit more about your spirituality and and how you're driving that to be successful in your business yeah um no so i i personally believe in god and i feel like the only the only way i'm here today is like believing and hoping and never giving up um and i feel like personally i I'm literally a vis- very visual person. I will picture like picture things. I'm, I try to stay really optimistic. And like you said before, like being really kind is a re- is really important, I feel like. Um, but so like, I just, I, I kind of keep this out of my business, but I, I do feel like if I can encourage anyone, like I really feel like this is important is especially running a business. It can be one of the hardest things. And I think like, picturing things going well, I feel like I think, I think things really do happen. Um, and I would say like to anyone that's really not sure, or, like they're, they, they don't really believe in anything. I'm like, just try it. Like pick, pick a word, like God, the universe, the force, right. which is cool. Go Star yes. Wars. Yes. Yes. Like just do like, just, just try something. I really think there's something bigger at work and, and, and we can really tap into life's magic. So mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it's, I think it's real. <laughs> do you, do you speak to God and, and like, how, how are you resonating with that? And, you know, w- tell us a little bit more about your spirituality process. Yeah, no. Um, so I grew up Christian and praying and going to church and I feel like just like, but like in day to day, I think, I think literally this is funny because I work with photographers and imagery and my whole life is about that. But like, literally, I think it is about visualizing stuff in the future and then like kind of feeling that. And I feel like I read somewhere, I forget the, someone who, who said this, but it was like, gratitude is really kind of, I feel like they say like the easiest way to tap into like, if you're really not sure what you're doing, you can feel mm-hmm. like, if, and I read this, like you could just make yourself feel like that goosebumpy, like I'm really grateful about, and then picturing stuff coming true. Like, I, I mean, I'm just trying that kind of basic stuff. I feel like life is listening. And I, um, I have a good quote on my website. I feel like, where did I put it? It's like the world is full of magic, um, full, full of magical things, like patiently waiting for our sense to grow sharper. And I really feel like that's true. I feel like it's, it's just waiting for us. Like we're all connected, like living beings. So I think if you're just feeling that way and feeling optimistic and, and grateful and kind. Like I, I've proved it to myself, like good things come my way. Like you could be in a period of time where you're not booking anything or you're down about something personally. Um, it's, it's definitely worked for me. So I just, yeah, the trust, the trust that everything is going to be okay, no matter the hard times. Yeah. I think people get too stuck on, like, if you, if you're really not sure coming from a different place, like there, you get stuck on the word or the language or whatever. It's like, try the feeling, you know what I mean? The feeling. Absolutely. And I liked what you said is, is if you don't know where to start, just be grateful. Yeah, I mean, and you can just, there's just so many stories. I I personally feel like it would be hard to not believe in just that the universe, pick the universe. That's a good one. Like the universe is really looking out for you or can really connect you or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, there's so many accounts and, and amazing stories that people could tell you and et cetera. <laughs> you know Absolutely. I, mean? I, uh, I start with my um, manifesting journal every day and the first prompt is what are three things that you're grateful for a hundred percent 
it's just about being grateful. And it changes. It could be the same for a couple of days uh, if I'm really trying to manifest and dial in to what my day is going to be like, what my week or what I want to manifest, or it's what I have already, right? You don't yep. always have to be thankful for what the future holds, Yep. but like thankful. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my cozy bed. I think I said that today. I was like, I am oh, I so thankful I for my cozy bed, right? It's just like... <laughs> Being in the moment and and just loving what you already have and being thankful yeah. that and trusting that more is coming your way. A hundred percent. I mean, it, I just words, thoughts, feelings like they there's something behind them. We like we Absolutely. live and breathe them and feel them, and um, that's kind of why I love design. Is kind of you can like really take, you can design something and how it looks and behind it is the f- feeling and the parts and pieces, layers, visually elements of some person trying to do good for other people. And then you see it and then they see it. And this is really the most rewarding process of like when I had you see your site and it's just like, wow, like this is where I could go. And that's just a part, that's a little small part of your life, your business. But like seeing that, like, I, I, I hope like you could be like, wow, I could take my business and get these kinds of clients and help these kinds of people. Like it all ties together. It all really kind of matters. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you manifest the name Goodwitch? <laughs> um, so I, so I, so several of my creative friends were like, don't change your name. It's like Cat Cosma. It's so cool. And I'm, I, Speaking of grateful, I was very grateful for the name change when I got married. I went from McIntyre to Cosma. So it's a good upgrade. <laughs> it's so like mystical, like <laughs> cosmic, you know? <laughs> I know. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of felt in my heart as cheesy as it was. Like I'm a big like movies person, shows. Like I, I just think movies and shows and books. Like I, books are saving my life now. Fictional books. They're so fun. Um, the escape is awesome, but it's just like, we can't, we don't have all the time enough to travel everywhere in the world, do everything, experience everything. So like books, movies, shows, I think they're incredible to like, you get to experience something else, uh, see a different story, visit a place. Um, so escape your reality. Yeah. So just one in particular, of course, the wizard of Oz, like I've always just loved that story. And I kind of joked with myself over the past recent years right before I changed my name I was like I kind of feel like Glinda where like the clients kind of come to me like Dorothy and they they kind of already know what they want they kind of already know where they're headed but they just need a little bit of a push or they just need someone to kind of pull out the answers like you just kind of sometimes need a friend like in my process sometimes we're just talking about how things are going or you know what you're thinking about your business and not just design so I just kind of felt like that person so I kind of I thought Good Witch obviously was cooler. So I did not know are. this. This is yeah. amazing. Of course, I thought about the Wizard of Oz. I really did. And then I just thought, like, maybe you were into, like, you know, witchy crystals. I'm into crystals. Maybe I'm a little bit of a witch, but um, <laughs> I, you know, I just kind of was swirling. And forgive me for not asking this question, but now I know. And I think that is so cool. You are. <laughs> You are the good witch. Seriously. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, I don't know which (laughs) I love it. So um, what, let me, let's dive deeper into your niche. Yeah. Because I think that's really important um, to figure out. You went from like restaurants and, and you got married and you were talking to your photographer and and now you're you're doing more than just photographers. You're you're doing planners, and you mentioned florists. So, yeah. what's the biggest change you saw when you stopped trying to serve everyone and started serving, you know, photographers and other creatives in the wedding industry? Yeah. So, um, I had just tried so many like random small businesses before I'd gotten married. Um, and I was like, I'm learning a lot of stuff. I'm learning design, but I just don't really feel like I have a focus, and I'm not like loving it or like super interested, like I said before. Um, so I just kind of pitched my photographer because I, I personally love, um, images. And so selfishly, I knew that having someone as a client who had great images would make a great website really easily. Yes. But I, pers- I, right. But personally, I just think 
images are so powerful. I mean, like they change our minds, they move us to do stuff, their art. Like I think photographers are actually really important people. And like they 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 capture, they literally stop time for people and yes. preserve moments, et cetera. So that's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, I kind of started with her. Um, I'm very grateful to her for taking a chance on me there. And then I just got referred to other photographers and it was just easy because like, I kind of knew what a photographer needed in a site and they needed a designer. So kind of spread from there. (laughs) And so Uh, you were like, okay, photographers. And how long were you just serving photographers before you, you jumped into more wedding creatives? Yeah, no, definitely for a couple years. And then like right before the pandemic time, I was starting to get a couple different like wedding vendors, creatives. Um, But honestly, because I narrowed down in the beginning and got into, was known for for something like, and that connected me to other people, um, I was able to kind of not just best serve those people with design, but like other people were able to then see my growth and get I was able to get in front of more people who were like hey I just kind of like your style of design like mm-hmm. I, I know you work with photographers so really because I went small I was able to get bigger and and in front of people like you know I don't I don't necessarily advertise for anybody I still kind of advertise as for photographers because it's it still works it gets me really good people like you that just are looking for me as their specific designer mm-hmm. for the aesthetic or style or whatever and guess what? Alex Richardson of Love Tribe, you know, photographer, like he's the one that referred me to you. So there's your photographer that led me to you. And you're the only person I looked at. I didn't look at anyone else. I was like, okay, and done. Referrals are key. How can I express this more across every episode? Referrals are the best. Yeah, so. I, really, I feel like people, and for I don't know if it's just designers, but you really do kind of want to find the right person of a designer to work mm-hmm. with. Because mm-hmm. if you kind of don't vibe, you're going to get that like cookie cutter out the door faster or just not what you want. It is kind of important. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's bring it back to the listeners here. Any other advice or just thoughts you'd like to share about this industry, whether it's highs or lows or, you know, what you're going through right now, just anything that you'd like to share that they could take with them on their day on this journey? Oof, that is a big... I know. I just packed that in, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm going to say something really cheesy. Do it. Um, say it. I think, but myself back then, like the young cat designer would have wanted to hear like, and then people yeah. say this, like, just keep going. Like the the phrase, like never give up on it is really, really true. Um, I think I two part, like niching really does help. And you could, we could go on and on about that. Like, but just getting really specific, doing something simple, well, it is important before you do do more mm-hmm. grow pivot um and then like never giving up on it um i'm i'm married to another entrepreneur we're both running our own businesses and like that's been one of the hardest things um i think i i was the entrepreneur forever and always before him but it was like it's one of the things I don't think is talked about a lot in this industry is like if you if you're married or you know have really close family and then a business, it's kind of like having two marriages. So I think mm-hmm. that that's been really hard because like I I like to keep it really personal with clients and then it's like but then my brain like is in personal and professional at the same time and so kind of managing that and like working with really good people made all the difference. People that like listen to not just my side and like, and then we're talking about them and just, it's like, you really just need people and just to never, never give up on it. Um, I agree. Support you from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Be thankful and grateful for <laughs> your experiences in your cozy bed and just also <laughs> trusting 
you know, your gut and trusting your instinct on how to be a good business owner, a good, I call them like frienders, right? I call, I I call us (laughs) because you're right. We do have to keep it professional and friendly at the same time. So yeah, I mean, it's really one and the same, you know, it's easy and hard. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You're incredible. I hope that this podcast brings other creatives light. And I hope that this encourages other, you know, people to work with you. You're incredibly talented. And please tell us how to find you on social media so that we can give you a follow and lots of love. Yeah. So I'm goodwitch.llc for the website. New and cool. I know it's a different domain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then just uh, goodwitch.llc on Instagram. I love it. Pretty simple. And everyone, (laughs) seriously, her content is so new and inspiring. Definitely give her a follow. Um, And I also just want to encourage you to maybe think about doing a course because people want to know your process. <laughs> they want to be just like you, but with their personal touch. So there's my little, my little tip for the day for Cat Cosma. But thank you I so love much. You. Love I you. It, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Wow, everyone. What an incredible conversation that was with Cat Cosma. Not only am I probably her biggest fan, but she is such a genuine person Uh, not just with working with her, but just as who she is. I'm truly inspired by her story. And I am going to now tell everyone, please, if you are interested in redesigning your site, please contact Kat at Goodwitch. She is so talented. She is beyond. Anyways, um, I really loved how she took us step by step in her design process and she wasn't holding that information in from us. I want to give her kudos from that because a lot of people feel like, wow, well, I'm really talented and I don't want to share that because I'm in competition with people. And the fact that she was so open with taking us literally step by step in what she does and, and what she's done for me is absolutely incredible. So I hope that you got something out of that. And please remember to stay focused, stay aligned, and be thankful for being alive today. See you next week.